Five Ways to Be Unoffendable at the Holidays. My name is Brant Hansen. I will do the narration on this, and I'm even supplying a jaunty Christmas-themed musical bed for underneath the narration. That's for you, a little extra bonus to this bonus. Here we go, five ways to be unoffendable at the holidays. Every year before the holidays, we hear about how to avoid arguments around the Thanksgiving or Christmas table, or in a completely fresh angle, we get tips about how to totally own our relatives while arguing at the holiday feast. So that's another approach. But it's not just aunt whoever going on about Trump again, one way or the other, that can work us up this time of year. There's rich ground for potential offense because there are so many expectations, some explicit and some passive aggressive that we have for others or they have for us. Plus so many of us have gotten really good at isolating ourselves and our social silos and dealing only with people like us. And holiday gatherings can force us back into people we otherwise would not have handpicked for a hangout. That's a good thing, of course, in theory. The biggest cause of anger this time of year, according to my data, by which I mean completely unfounded shoot from the hip opinion, is feeling judged. You didn't go to the right person's house for the holiday. You spent too much, you spent too little, you didn't meet someone else's expectations. That can tick you off. No one enjoys feeling judged, unless you're truly weird. I'm pretty weird, but you'd have to be even weirder than me, and my friend, that is a high bar. Anyway, here are some tips for being unoffendable for this time of year. Of course, it applies for any time of year, but it's fun to tie stuff into the holidays because it makes it festive. Tips, number one, constantly remind yourself how good God has been to you. That is everything. This is the basis for forgiveness. If you believe God has forgiven you, you draw on this gratitude for the grace to extend to others. I once was lost, but now I'm found is the right posture. How can I hold on to anger against someone else when God has forgiven me for so much? Number two, go into it with this mindset. I am forgiving people before they even do anything because they're going to do stuff. Adjusting expectations has a beautiful side effect too. It'll actually allow you to enjoy people. You start the day with this mindset, you're gonna have way more fun. I'm forgiving everybody today. It's an act of worship. Of course, as I write in the book, that doesn't mean people can do whatever they want to you. It just means you're not harboring anger and you already know what people are like. Number three, closely related. Decide you won't be shocked by Uncle Bill doing Uncle Bill stuff again. Eliminate the phrase, I can't believe she, or. I can't believe he, because 99% of the time, you really can believe it because she does that and he does that all the time. There's no reason to continue being shocked by the world. I can't believe that people rushed through the Walmart door at midnight and tried to grab a TV before I did. And you can't believe that? Humans, man, you gotta love us. Seriously, you have to love us. Number four. Trust God with the ultimate judgment thing. You don't need that burden. Again, it's not just at the holidays, of course. So often we hold on to offense because we suspect deep down that God ultimately won't do what's right. It's like worry. It's a suspicion that God won't do the right thing. Trusting him with the ultimate outcome is very freeing. And number five, realize you can't control people. Jesus, whose birth we're ostensibly celebrating at Christmas, did so many amazing things. And one of them, he let people walk away. 
He is the way, the truth, and the life, and he lets people walk if they want to. He does not coerce. He does not control. When people do their frustrating thing, it's useful to remind ourselves that we don't control them and, and can't. Heck, I struggle to control myself. I'll move on to them once I've got myself all solved. And two bonus thoughts, because I'm sort of on a roll here. Uh, remember, if someone is obnoxious during the holidays, whether it's another driver or your sister or your dad or whomever, they're actually giving you an opportunity to love God. They're giving you a chance to forgive. And as I note in the book, I think God forgives me a lot more than I even have the chance to forgive others. Forgive and you'll be forgiven, Jesus says. So here's your chance served up on a beautiful tray with drawings of holly and ivy and stuff and snowman head-shaped sugar cookies. Someone's obnoxious? Why, thank you, obnoxious person. And our last tip sounds perhaps fatalistic, but it's not. Lower expectations across the board. People can't always deliver for us. Don't expect an idyllic holiday with idyllic people behaving idyllically. There's too much pressure to put on one part of the year. Look for meaning and beauty and grace all year long and delight in it. And when the holidays roll around and if they're wonderful, well, that's just Christmas icing on the holiday pastry thing or whatever. All that to say, Merry Christmas.